It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hey, listeners, I wanted you to know about a special free webinar I'll be doing November 15th on the Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. You don't want to miss this two-hour live webcast where you can interact with me personally and discover the most important strategies in building the relationship of your dreams. There's a link to register for this special webcast on each of the episodes of the series, The Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. So don't wait. Register today and reserve your seat for this exclusive live webinar. Well, believe it or not, we are now on the fifth show of our Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. Today, you're going to learn, perhaps, one of the quickest ways you can win back the heart of your wife. It's another one of those things that might not make sense at first, but just trust us. If you're willing to give it a try, you will experience a miracle in your relationship. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host, Michael Smalley. Along with my co-host, Seth Johnson. Seth the Magic Johnson. Hey, I don't think I've ever done that one. <laughs> no, there might be a reason. Magic Johnson. Yeah. He's the basketball, a basketball player. player. I don't know what you're thinking about. Great basketball player. Yeah. That's what I was is. thinking of. I mean, though his you know fall from grace. His that's what I'm saying. Oh. No, what what are you talking about? <laughs> so uh today <laughs> on the Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife. I know, you know, it just, I, can I name drop a little bit? Sure. Since I've already brought up an NBA Hall of Fame guy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was gone a lot over the summer Mm -hmm. and I spent a month in South Africa Yeah. and I spent almost a month in Southern California Mm -hmm. and one of my buddies, you know him, Maurice Evans, Mm -hmm. former NBA player, very cool dude. He's in that new big three league, the three on three that Ice Cube started. Have you heard oh, about I it? No, I don't know about this. Dude, go to big three, like the number three, okay. dot com. It's it's actually wicked cool. Every venue they've been to, they've basically sold out. So they have all these former NBA players on these teams. They have Hall of Fame dudes who are coaching the teams. Ah. I mean, it's really a spectacle. So I got to go to the one at the Staples Center. Dude, that's awesome. Dude, Staples Center. Mo is so gracious, as always. So I got to go in through the player entrance. Uh-uh. Yeah, like we're using Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. And that's the only two I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just kept, I got to go Cole, my oldest, mm-hmm. and then my nephew, Michael Gibson, named after me. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And man, it was an experience. I met everybody. I met LL Cool J. What? Shook hands, bro. Dude. I made some kind of funny comment. He laughed. And that's how you know you made your mark. I mean, it felt a little patronizing. But he laughed. <laughs> hey. I got to take it. Take it as you can. Oh, and, and maybe my highlight, though, is I was on down on the, because we got to sit on the floor. Yeah. Which was, Well, you chairs know. on the floor. Yeah. You yeah. Know. I would never sit on the floor because <laughs> yeah. I'd never get back up <laughs> off said floor. And 
So I'm down there like getting rebounds for all these NBA guys. Like it's just freaking me out. But but there's a ton of celebrities. Yeah. And I'm standing there. So I turn around to go say something, and there's this couple that's kind of behind the row of chairs, mm-hmm. and they're very excited to see me. And, you know, we've talked on the show before that I look like a particular celebrity. I, I'm actually almost a dead ringer for <laughs> Kevin James. It's really sad. It's never a good-looking celebrity. Well, not that Kevin James is yeah. a good-looking. He's a good-looking dude. But, you know, he has a body type that I match. <laughs> that you'd prefer not to match? Yes. <laughs> and so they're really excited. And so they look at me and they go, who are you? <laughs> Which I was like, okay, I'm going to go with it. I go, who do you think I am? And they're like, sheepishly, Kevin James? I went, you got it. And I uh-uh. told, oh, dude, I went, you guys want a picture? They're like, oh, we would love that. We love King of Queens. So they came around no. and they took a picture with Kevin James. Look alike. I never lo- no what no way. <laughs> I actually later on I was try- I was trying I was searching hashtag Kevin James like on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook and they didn't post it. I'm oh surely surely they eventually figured it out. Yeah, they had to have. Because <laughs> <laughs> if not, I mean, someone's going to figure out for him. Our friends will be like, "Hey, check it out." We're like, "That's no, not Kevin that's James." Not- I think that's that really amazing marriage expert. But I just hope that they so- somehow find out who you are and like somehow get in contact because that would be awesome that would be really funny (laughs) even if it's a hate what if i got yeah what if i got hate mail (laughs) you'd be excited that would not be cool that would not be cool all right so we are on our fifth show of the hero's guide to winning back your wife today we're going to talk about why your wife is always right i don't like it (laughs) yeah i knew you wouldn't like this why don't you like it because I like to be always right. I know you do. <laughs> hey, how's that work for you relationally over the years? Um, well, you know, you it, have no friends. No, nope, your really. wife has contacted a divorce lawyer, <laughs> and your soon-to-be-born child wants nothing to do with you from the womb. And Jesus has shunned me. Yeah, <laughs> and Jesus said, "I never knew you." <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> I kind of got my hands sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I took it too far. Yeah, a little bit. I apologize. I appreciate that. So what are we talking about, Seth, when we say why? Like, it, it is legitimately our wives or, and, and again, these are a, this is a series of shows mm-hmm. for dudes who have messed up things with their wife. Yeah. So they're trying to win her back. Yeah. So. And if you haven't messed it up grandiosely, these are ways to avoid that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's actually very true. So if you haven't messed it up, you should be listening to these shows as well. Taking notes, guys. And ladies, please don't forward this series of shows to your husband. <laughs> yeah, that will not be taken well. No, that never works good. <laughs> You've sabotaged my ability to help him at that point. So, okay. So to the guy who's trying to win back his wife, is factually his wife always right? No. Okay, so then when I say why she's always right, what are we talking about? See if you've learned anything in all these years we've been doing the show. <laughs> we are talking about the big V word. Yes. Validate. <laughs> Wait, what word do you think? We're validating. This is such an awkward show. <laughs> it doesn't have to like be. like the what? <laughs> His where, eyes. Where is he going? So we're talking about validation, which the good news about validation is the reason your wife can always be right is we're not talking about facts. 
Yeah. We're not talking about that you said this or you did that or you're wearing this outfit or this is where you were when it happened. We're not talking about that. The reason she can always be right is we're talking about the emotions behind the circumstances or facts. Mm -hmm. So really, I don't even care about the circumstances or facts when it comes to validating. Right. And that's where I am not good and get tripped up because I have such a hard time of moving past the factual thing. And And have you figured out why? Because I'm very (laughs) brilliant, logical, godly, holy. No, no, no. That's all I got. That's it? <laughs> um, why I can't move past the facts? Yeah. Because why I'm would emotionally facts be so... dumb. <laughs> That's actually my... Hey, this is a good exercise. <laughs> this show just got real. This so, like, the biggest let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Um, when you are trying to prove yourself correct, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, no, no. I know this is what happened, or I know this is what was said, or I know, no, yeah. no, no. What is your, like, what are you trying to get? So what would happen for you if you could win that argument? What do you gain from that? Authority. Oh, so, ooh, that's interesting. So for you, then, the facts might be more about not wanting to feel weak or powerless. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Dang, we got there fast. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're just saying, yeah, so we don't actually have to talk about the real thing. (laughs) No, and, like, I... Uh, man, almost everything in my life personally is documented and kept well. So if like, if I need to bring up evidence of these facts, like, oh, you, well, you text me four years ago and I can show you right here. (laughs) That's exhausting. And yeah, well, you just don't hit delete. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not too hard. Like my mother who clears out each individual text. Oh, after it comes in. (laughs) And then she'll be like, hey, could you text me this? I'll be like, I texted that to you yesterday. Yeah, but it's already deleted. I'm like. But you deleted it. Why are you? (laughs) Drives me crazy. So what? So that was a big insight. So for you, the facts is more about not feeling weak or powerless. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, then. So what you're going for is to feel in charge or to feel in control of the environment. I'm. uh, Yeah, I can win this thing. Yeah. Which is not necessarily in control of the. Yeah, I know. Because you're not a. It's not highly controlling person. Yeah, I'm not externally controlling. Yes. Just yeah, internally. Yeah, feel like uh, and this is something I realized years control. ago. Yeah, like even just being being wrong. You're not I the qu- boss of me. I equated to being to failing. Ah, uh, so th- so then that's a part of it. Yeah, I also don't want to fail. Mm-hmm. So if I can if I can establish the truth or the facts, then I'm also not a failure. Right. I win. Mm-hmm. I'm a winner. <laughs> I win. <laughs> so, how has that worked for you over the years? Uh, well, I was. Unaware for a long time. Can we get Shauna on the phone right now? That, <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't be a good thing. Yeah, uh, I, I was unaware of the of my tendency for a long time until one of my best friends, um, in in the moment, what I thought was a, I took as a compliment. I realized that oh, he was being sarcastic, and <laughs> oh, you're like oh no. He was like, well, yeah, because you know you're always right. And I was like, oh, I know. And but, like we were having like right. a, a truthful conversation about something. And so I was like, well, thank you. You know, yeah. I, just, I strive oh, to be factual. Finally, and, someone acknowledged <laughs> yeah. my amazingness. And then it was like a couple weeks later, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I don't think he meant that as a compliment. Yeah. That, wait, do I have a personal flaw? No. Nah. <laughs> that can't be it. <laughs> That's obviously not the problem. 
<laughs> yeah. So then, uh, so I started you know, kind of kind of recognizing that, but of course, marriage always shines a spotlight on yeah, does. everything. Unfortunately, um, and in the whole whole validating anything of, of Shanu um, that she brings up has been really is, is difficult because in my mind, even like correcting or disagreements, I in, I don't think less of of what she's brought up, what she said, or that or whatever. Yeah. Um, but me correcting or me um, having a different differing opinion oftentimes makes her feel less. Yeah. Yeah. And. Sometimes she's like, which is what's so tricky, by the way, about relationships is your heart isn't to demean or belittle or diminish or make mm -hmm. her feel less. You're just trying to establish truth. Well, we'll put that truth in quotes. (laughs) And by doing that, it doesn't exactly come across positive for her. Mm -hmm. And that's the validation we're talking about is not about whether what you said or, you know, the facts of a circumstance. It's the feelings. And if I, by trying to establish, quote, unquote, the truth or the facts, right. if I'm making you feel less than or demeaned or devalued, then I need to, I need to be able to validate that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, again, I don't have to agree that I'm a horrible person. And, yes, my intention was to hurt you. That I don't have to validate. Right. Unless my intention was. Right. <laughs> then I probably should own up to it and go, yeah, you're right. I was trying to annihilate you off this earth. But that's what validation is, is basically saying, you're right. Validating someone's feelings is first accepting someone's feelings and then acknowledging and accepting the other person's unique identity and individuality. Validation, in essence, says you are more important to me than proving myself right or proving you wrong. So here's a question about validation and validating your spouse. Uh can there be conditional validations? So when you're saying, uh, like, yes, you're right, but uh, like about only you're, about these things. No, and again, it's not the facts. So the only thing I'd be validating is that you felt controlled. You felt demeaned. I would not say, yes, you're right. Our child has to go to the Catholic school instead of the Baptist school. That's not validating, right? That's where we need to use uh, love talk, mm-hmm. our communication method, to come down to a win-win solution over, you know, because I get it. At some point, it comes down to, hey, we got to make a decision, right? And that's, I mean, I've, I bring up Catholic and Baptist. Literally, I've had a couple in an intensive who are going to kill each other in divorce over the fact of going their kids growing up in a Catholic school or a Baptist school. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of wanted to tell them bad. So why did you get married in the first place if Catholicism and Baptistism, <laughs> what would you call it? Protestantism, evangelicalism. Evangelicalism. <laughs> That's a hard one to say. <laughs> you know, it's like, you guys should have thought this through better. If, you know, suddenly now it's this huge issue. Yeah. But, so I get that there are issues that come up in a relationship that you got to eventually at some point come down to a win-win solution. Mm-hmm. But normally to even get there, you have to validate first. Because I don't know why, right, my wife might want our kids in a Catholic school or why she doesn't want them at this particular the cute uniforms. School. Yeah, could be. So, see, there you go. You just made it uncomfortable again. Q. 
cute Catholic uniforms. I went immediately to Britney Spears' first music <laughs> video. That is instantly where my head went. Completely inappropriate. That is, you said it. Why would you say cute uniforms? Because my nieces and nephews oh, are in private school were, and they have to wear these super cute back uniforms. Now. You were talking about Britney Spears. <laughs> and that amazing <laughs> music video. Remember, wasn't that her first one? Yes, I was. What in was high the school. song? Didn't you do a karaoke thing at one of my parties to that song? Not to that song. To a different Britney a different song. <laughs> oh, I think an even worse one. <laughs> so, so with the validation thing, it, it's whether you agree or not. So it doesn't matter what you think or believe because her feelings are her feelings, which makes them a reality regardless of truth or facts. So again, when it comes to validating, I'm not asking you to validate that the, you know, the sky is actually orange when it's clearly cloudy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to validate why I hear you saying the sky is cloudy or, or orange when you can see it's definitely not orange. We're not. That's a fact. We don't validate facts. We validate feelings. So how do you do? You just word it as, uh, your. You, how do you word that? Like you're, well, in, you're that right. com- in that stupid thing yeah. I just brought up, the color of the sky, I'd say, hey, help me understand why this is important for you, the color. Well, it's because I'm always being told I'm wrong or I feel super insecure that I'm colorblind. Obviously, this is a ridiculous conversation. Yeah. But there's going to be something behind it if they're upset. There always is a button being pushed. And so that's what I want to validate or... I feel so controlled. I don't ever get to have my own opinion. Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting? I think sometimes, especially if we are feeling controlled or like a failure, that we sometimes end up on really dumb sort of beliefs or like these ridiculous kind of intensity over the sky being orange or whatever. I mean, right. it's clearly an obnoxious thing that we're even discussing. But it becomes life or death because I feel so invalidated. That you got to have something. Yeah. yeah. And so, or I'm feeling so controlled or manipulated that I'm going to draw a line in the sand mm-hmm. over what the color of the sky is. And I will fall on that sword. So I want to figure out what's mm-hmm. behind this intensity. So yeah. that's where you ask those kinds of questions. All right. Well, wow, that feels good. Hey, there's, a, there's actually a brilliant video about validating. Yes. Surely people have seen it. It's called It's Not About the Nail. It's on YouTube. We are including a link directly to that here in the show notes. But if you haven't seen It's Not About the, the Nail, brilliant. Yeah. It's a couple sitting on the couch. The camera kind of pans in. You can't see their whole cells, right? But she's like, it's just like I have this headache. And, and the husband's just really focused in on her forehead going, what is your problem? And. I just, I don't know what it is. He's like, well, um, there's a nail in your head. And then the camera pans out. There's a big old huge nail in her head. And she's like, it's not a nail. He's like, yes, it is. (laughs) And they get, she's like, I just need you to, it's a brilliant. It really, because that is oftentimes where I find men who have lost their wives Mm -hmm. emotionally, right? Physically, well, not like. At a mall or something <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in a foreign country, <laughs> you know, they've 
you know, their, yes. li- their wives are divorcing them or they're separated or they're just radically disconnected. I'm telling you, they stay stuck on the vax and they try to prove things and to establish the truth and to establish what really happened or that's not what I meant or that's not what I said. I mean, I've shared before that, you know, I'm a very sarcastic person. And when I first got married, my wife did not come from a sarcastic home. So my sarcasm was highly offensive. Mm -hmm. But in my world and in my home and in my family system, it was highly funny and bonding. It was the complete opposite of what she felt. And here's, guys, here's where you lose your wife. Is I could have, on that subject of sarcasm, I could have told my wife, you're being ridiculous. This is fun. We're Mm -hmm. bonding. You need to get over this, and this is who Don't I am. Don't you feel bonded? Yeah, to figure it out. <laughs> but I'm not. I am who I am. I'm not right. changing. Blah, blah, blah. Thank the Lord, I didn't do that. So when I finally figured out that my sarcasm made my wife feel um, belittled, made her feel pathetic. Actually, it was one of the words she used. Then I realized, well, crud. That's not what I'm going for. <laughs> I don't want my wife to feel belittled or pathetic. Or like a loser. That's I'm going for fun and bonding. It's not being received that way mm-hmm. for her. I need to make a change. So when I asked her, you know, what do I need to do? Uh, she's like, I don't. I just can't have you be sarcastic with me. So guess what I had to do? Stop being sarcastic. Stop being sarcastic. Yeah. That's what. That's why she's always right. It's not about whether sarcasm is good or bad. It's about how does it make her feel. It's not about the nails, Seth. Which, seriously, guys, go check out that video. It is super entertaining and hilarious. And all of us are like, oh, yeah, we've had those conversations. I know. We've, we've been there. We, yeah. Well, you have a lot. Because <laughs> you really want to focus in on that nail. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm constantly. I bet you watch that video and you're like, but it is about the nail. <laughs> right. You're like, but does she not see the nail? If, if she just <laughs> took the stupid nail off, her sweater wouldn't get caught. So here's some validating statements. Do you want to read those, Seth, or do you want me to? I don't even oh. know. If, let's let, we're going to do a little clinical test here. Oh, let's see if Mister Facts and Figures, quote unquote, truth guy. <laughs> let's see how well I want you to read these statements. Like you're really trying to validate someone. Like it's okay. real. Let's see how good Seth can do. Okay. I'm going to need uninterrupted eye contact with you. Then. Oh, you're going to do this for me. My neck hurts. You know my neck hurts. Michael, <laughs> I hear you're upset by what I said. <laughs> Instead of being funny, it sounds like I was really hurtful. Is is that right? Okay, the, the touching of my hand <laughs> ruined it. It was already feeling inauthentic, and then you touched me. <laughs> and... <laughs> I, th- I felt very genuine. That was not genuine. L- let me give it a shot. Okay. Hey, I I totally hear how upset you are about what I said. <sighs> Instead of being funny, it sounds like I was really hurtful. Is that right? See yeah. that? That was said with love <laughs> and affection. All right. I'll, I'll see if I can try this one. This one. <clears throat> I hear what I said to you really hurt your feelings. What can I do to make that right? What are we in an episode of Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> what? That totally sounded like it was coming out of Star Trek. <laughs> like William Shatner. In a, in a distant 
planet many, many years ago. William Shatner was born. I'm, I'm pretty sure Star Trek was in the future, but that's fine. <laughs> Touche. Um, okay, so clearly, uh, we already established I have to work on my validating yeah, statements. Clearly. So, so are you surprised? I want you to practice those. <laughs> surprised that I was bored at that? But, Seth, this is for you. Okay. Validation is not about agreeing. That's the best part. For me, I think. Yeah. Because sometimes people's hang up with validating someone is, well, but I don't agree. I don't care. It doesn't matter whether you agree. Right. You're simply accepting how they feel. Yeah. And I, that's definitely the the big hang up that I've had to learn and, and get over. And I think partially is because like our statements that we said earlier, um, like, you know, the title of like why she's always right. And we start off with your right, uh, which you do, but you you don't end there. So if, even our examples that we just read, um, they start off with agreeing. I'm just saying you're right in general. And then, um, then it asks a question as well. Yeah. So it's not, you're not just saying you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Right. Cause that wouldn't be validated. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. That's avoidant. It's, I just want to get out of this stupid conversation. I totally disagree with you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's really genuinely going. Hey, help me understand how I've hurt you, and and which by the way is also a great question because I'm an expert at this stuff. I have been totally, way more than I care to admit, baffled by how I have offended my wife. Because mm-hmm. and we all know it's no big secret. Amy and I shockingly are not compatible, <laughs> so we're very different personality yeah. style, all that stuff. So I I just I'm almost naturally geared to offend her, and not and I don't like that sounds. It's not like she just wakes up in the morning, looks over to me, and is like, "Oh, you offend me. Your smell offends." Well, that probably well, maybe maybe so. <laughs> yeah. But I don't mean like that. I just mean things that I naturally think are funny, cute, and endearing. Yeah, she finds as mean or cruel or annoying. Right, right, very easily, and she has every right to feel that way. Um, and so. There's plenty of times where I've clearly wounded her or upset her or offended her. I don't know why. You just have to ask. But it's kind of like your relationship with Christ, right? I, I can't just say, Lord, you're the boss. And then if, if my heart doesn't really love him, then I don't really love him. You know what I mean? Right. Lip service. Yeah. And, and so when you ask the question, you better mean it because mm. it'll blow up in your face. Yeah. If you're doing this solely to win back your wife, you're going to lose. Interesting. If mm. my objective is what I want, I'll probably end up losing. But if my objective is to genuinely love, honor and serve my wife, I'm going to win. There's that's a do you get the difference? Yeah, well I feel like maybe it's, I don't want to lose you because I want a wife. That's one perspective. Right. And that's bad. That's selfishness. That's about me. It needs to be about her. It's like instead of saying uh, or th- or thinking, I'm doing this to end the arguments. Right. Instead of. Or to even win her back. Right. I'm doing this. Well. Because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I want to honor my wife. She deserves this. Whether she comes back or not. Yeah. This so me doing this is not dependent on me winning back my wife. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it got 
It got real. This is like <laughs> second time in one show. So what happens if uh, if we don't validate well, our lives? And our by the way, this is why it is so flippin' important to, to learn how to be a good validator, which really at the end of the day is get over your ego, put your pride aside. Man, <laughs> I'm not even trying to rhyme right now, and this is happening. <laughs> so let go of your ego, put your pride aside, and go, hey, you matter to me. You're important to me. I have clearly offended you. I may be very aware of what I did, so I need to own up to that. Yeah. Or I might not even know, and I want to figure that out. And so, because if you don't validate her, you're going to convince her that nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is for dudes trying to win back their wife. If you don't get good at validating her, she is not going to think that you've made any changes in your life. Yeah. And you'll keep that... Uh, th- the conflict dance that just is horrendous is going on and on. Yeah, well, and you delay healing. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Well, because when you don't validate, so basically when you invalidate, you're you're delaying healing and you're making whatever you did worse. Yeah. So on a scale from 1 to 10, it may have been offensive or hurtful at a 7 or a 6. When you invalidate, it becomes a 9 and a 10. You're just kind of sticking your finger in that wound. Just yeah, kind of... exactly. So it 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 makes everything worse. Now, when you validate, so we have, there's benefits, right? So we know the negative things that happen when you don't. Mm-hmm. Seth gives number one. When you validate, one of the benefits is? An open heart and desire to reconnect. I mean, it's when someone feels validated, they're drawn to you. Yeah. Like a. Moth to the flame. Well, you feel uh, like you feel metal safe. to a magnet. Okay, like Spider Man to a web. <laughs> I think that's where would it be a web to Spider Man now. Uh, well, you when you feel when you are validated, uh, you f- feel safe. Yes, good word. And so then you emotionally, yeah. And so then you're able to then uh, open up more and connect more. Yeah, you. Uh, uh, another benefit would just be overall peace in the relationship, a de-escalation of whatever hurt you have caused. Mm-hmm. So when again, if you invalidate, the hurt you've caused gets worse. When you validate, the hurt you've caused starts to diminish. Yeah, starts to get better. Now, would you say the uh, the quicker you validate, the more the de- more de-escalation oh absolutely would happen yeah oh 100% it's so, it's the I, for me validating two of the quickest most powerful things i can do to start repairing a relationship is by taking ownership which we've already talked about in one of the shows the previous mm-hmm. four uh or validating so if i've offended someone i go hey you're right what i said was wrong I've I, well, I've taken ownership and validated. I'm telling you, people go Whoa, huge breath. You know, Amy likes to describe it. it's a great analogy. You know, when you've offended someone or hurt them, they're like a puffer fish, right? And they feel attacked and dangerous. They they puff up and they're floating aimlessly around. Mm-hmm. When they feel validated, they feel safe again and they they deflate. So it's interesting. I'm just drawing a parallel in my mind about. Uh, so one of the things I, I often do for work is I go and run sound different venues and bands and places. And 
especially if, if I'm with a band and we come into, say, a, a church. There's always like a church sound guy, whether he's on staff or, or volunteer. And if you don't know this about sound guys, we're, they're all territorial. We're yeah. all territorial. And, I know this. And usually <laughs> self-conscious. And so what I've what I've realized in, in my work that I do naturally now is when I come in, I've been hired to take their job for that night is uh, like I ask permission. I'm like, I, I'm like, hey, how do you feel about me doing this? And basically it's, Valid- it's validation. Yeah. Um, and so for who then, they are, their position, mm-hmm. what they've done. And make sure they know I'm open to um, their suggestions, yeah. critiques. Well, and it was that. validating. This is your territory. Mm-hmm. I'm visiting. Yeah. You're like, are you like two dogs sniffing each other's butts, like circling around? I mean, that's a bad analogy. I would say, like, say like two dolphins like swimming up next to each other. Yeah. Is that <laughs> maybe a <laughs> flipper and zipper just going on? Flipper and zipper. Good. Nice, Brian Reed. Yeah, he's surly. Zipper. <laughs> I'm zipper. Well, and and here's, I think one of the biggest benefits of validating your wife is you you actually get a fighting chance to win back her heart. If, yeah. I'm telling you, gentlemen, if you are trying to win your wife back and you just don't get this validation piece, it ain't happening. It just isn't. Yeah. So you want to validate because it gives you a fighting chance. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it guarantees because we don't control other people, but man, it's hard not to be attracted to someone who's validating you really well. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I mean, they have to have some other junk going on in their life to resist that. Yeah, and because this this at least then gives. Uh, open and clear communication to chance yes yeah as well it, it, you're giving yourself so you're saying i got a chance <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> what was all that one in a million talk yeah <laughs> sorry folks that's a dumb and dumber reference man we reference regan dumb and dumber <laughs> star trek i pulled out star of nowhere <laughs> this is bad so at the end of every one of these a hero's guide to winning back your wife we we give a hero's actions Yes. So again, we encourage you come to this podcast episode at smalleyinstitute.com. This one is Hero's Guide to Winning Back Your Wife, why she is always right. Because you can read all these things because mm-hmm. I have detailed notes. Is that fair? Yeah. Detailed notes, but we also have these hero's actions on it. And so, number one, if she, your wife, if she has asked you not to contact her, then wait. Because that is validating. At some point, you'll get a chance to say, hey, I know I've hurt you through rejection, control, etc. If you're open to it, is there anything I can do to begin repairing the damage I caused you? But I'm telling you, the number one, one of the biggest mistakes men make in trying to win back their wife is they don't honor her boundaries. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this earlier in, in an earlier episode in this series. If she says, bug off, stop texting me, stop calling me, then stop texting her and stop calling her. That's validating. Yeah. I wonder if it's a it's a big problem because men, we often feel like, uh, man, I need to I need to chase and I need to pursue well, to heal this. But that's exactly what they do, right? So they've been a jerk for 10 years. Yeah. And finally their wife has had enough because I'm out of here. And what's sad is many times that does get their attention. And they're like, oh, no, I've been a real jerk for 10 years. I got to change. And they start making a change. And then they're convinced if they would just force their wife to see the change they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a disaster, Jude's. 
give her time, give her yeah. space. I'm telling you, I know it feels counterproductive or weird, but if she said, don't call me, don't text me, don't call her and don't text her. Now, look, you can let 30 days go by, maybe two weeks. I mean, it just depends, right? Mm -hmm. And you can give her that statement. So you can read that here on the show notes. So I get it. She's your wife. You probably have kids together. If you give her legitimate space, not a day, not a week, Mm-hmm. But you really allow her to reach out to you. If she doesn't, and a month has gone by, write her a letter. Yeah, I probably wouldn't text. <laughs> write her a letter and go, hey, I want to honor your boundary, and so I am. I've just been learning some things, and I realize I have really messed up. Mm-hmm. And, it, and if or when you're ever open to talking with me, I just want you to know the door. It, it, I'm here. But I will honor your boundary. So I just don't want you to think I'm not trying to pursue you. I want to respect your wishes. Boom. Let it go. Yeah. Number two on a hero's actions. Seth, you want to take this one? If she's open to talk with you, uh, then make sure and ask her, would you mind sharing with me specifically how I've hurt you? Then validate whatever comes out of her mouth. Yeah. So ask the question. Because, again, you might not know. Yeah, and, and what you assume is what was the hurt could be com- yeah. completely different. Yeah, you could be way off yeah. on what it is. So you want to hear it from her, and then you want to tell her, I, man, it sounds like I've been really rejecting or you have felt totally disconnected over the years or that I've felt work was more important than you or maybe you had an affair, you know, and you're going to have to validate some tough stuff. Yeah. But hang in there. And validate, validate, validate. It's the only option you have if you want to win her back. And then your last action is give her time to experience your change and keep validating no matter how many times she needs it. Yeah. It, it's it's almost like, you know, when the disciples ask Jesus, how many times do we need to forgive? Over and over and over again. It's the same thing with validating. Mm-hmm. Same thing with turning the other cheek. Right? Forgiveness. Right. All that stuff. You just got to keep doing it until the end of time. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I hit the two dozen mark, so yeah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm good. owed something. I'm tapping out. No, Mm-mm. you got to keep doing it over and over again. I'm not going to lie. I like this episode a lot. Hey, it felt good. It felt nice. It felt right. Yeah, it did. felt, yeah. I'm, I think we need to do more series. Okay. I do. Like the World Series? Yeah. NBA Championships. Okay. Super Bowl. It's not really a series. It's uh, like a single one-off. But maybe we go to like 10 Super Bowls in a row. Okay. Yeah. Then it could be a series. Sounds great. Uh, so now we just need to crowdsource the business. funding for it's them business to pay expense. for us to get. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Well, folks, download the Reignite Your Marriage app and make your love list today. Yeah, that's a real thing. So our app is totally free. We have had tens of thousands of downloads for this app, and I think because it's super helpful. So check it out. We have direct links to iTunes, Google Play, Amazon App Store. I have a hard time even saying the Windows phone because apparently they're just yeah, continuing it's, that. It's soon, it's getting, soon to be gone, and we can delete that. My one Windows friend says that Nokia, though, is going to be able to do it again, and that they'll have the Windows phone. Oh. Isn't that weird? Huh. So who knows? I'm pretty wow. sure, though, the people listening to this podcast literally could care less about this conversation. I'm for sure. But I'm you and certain. I, 
We could go another hour. Literally, you could banter about Solid. this. Solid. <laughs> Just on that. And don't forget, smalleyinstitute.com. You can also start turning your relationship around literally starting today. We have a bunch of online courses, and you've got hours and hours of our very best videos to help you build a better relationship today. And if you enjoyed the show, or if you didn't, let us know. <laughs> um, you know, I, I prefer... You know, kind words. We but, like the positive, but we'll take anything. Yeah, it's constructive. Uh, head on over to iTunes. Uh, leave us a review for the podcast. It helps us know if we're getting out useful content and helps others find us. Amen. <laughs> I hate that. I do, too. <laughs> it's it's like a Tourette's. It's like a tick. It's like a thing. It's just That's what you brought up in church whenever there's a silence. Someone finishes it. All right, amen. amen. Uh, All right. Open your Bibles to... Well, Smalley Marriage Radio is brought to you by the Smalley Institute. If your marriage is on life support, reignite your relationship in only two days. Find out more online at smalleyinstitute.com or call us toll free at 888-565-6462. Amen. Find out what's inside that church. From producer J.J. Abrams, critics are calling Overlord a thrilling combination of action and horror. And now it's 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Overlord, rated R, in theaters and IMAX November 9th, directed by Julia Savory. Hey, DC, right now at VisionWorks, all prescription eyewear, every frame, every brand is 50% off. Yup, a nifty 50% thanks to our friends and family event. What's even better? It applies to both glasses and sunglasses. That's right. At the VisionWorks Friends and Family event, you can save 50% on all prescription eyewear. Why? Because we like you, DC. A lot. VisionWorks, we're here to help you. Some restrictions apply. See store for details.